This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Live at the Sharjah <laughs> International Book Fair. Live Beats, Live Beats with Sally Musa. Live from the Expo Centre Sharjah. It's Pulse 95. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I tell you what, this is the best way to start your day with the one and only Stephen Ritz. He is back. Welcome. Assalamu alaikum and I'm just thrilled to be here. Good morning, Sharjah. Just bring it down a bit. Yep, yep. Perfect. There we go. We can hear you better now. Stephen, it is just an absolute pleasure to have you back again on Life Beats. Back again on Pulse 95. Back again in Sharjah. Sharjah loves you, man. And I love everybody here. What a great place to be. The culture, the people, the food, the community, the family, and the love. Yes. And what an event. I mean, how many books are here? Millions. Millions Uh, and millions and millions. Yeah, you actually came out to the Sharjah Children's Reading Festival. That was phenomenal, but I don't think you expected the size that you're seeing here at the third largest book fair I mean, in the world. That was like a drop of bucket in the a drop <laughs> of water in the ocean compared to what this is. This is wall to wall people, wall to wall books, and wall to wall literacy. Now, open minds, open books. You got it. You got it. This is the thing, um, Stephen. You are somebody who is world renowned. And I've almost like, I I can't keep up with what you're doing anymore. You know, you have been uh, acknowledged. You're you're an Emmy winner. You have been acknowledged by the likes of uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama, Oprah Winfrey. You know, that everybody has seen the kind of impact that you have had, which is phenomenal, uh, shaking up the world. Kind of bring us up to date on you, your story, Green Bronx Machine. For those who don't know you, just kind of give us a little bit of a backstory. Super. So for those who don't know me, I'm a humble teacher from the South Bronx who accidentally learned about gardening. And I like to say that 85,000 pounds of vegetables later and God knows how many accolades, my favorite crop is organically grown citizens, graduates, members of the middle class, kids who are going to college and doing amazing things. So I grow vegetables, my vegetables grow students, my students grow schools, and my schools grow resilient communities. But even here across the UAE, I'm partnering with ESOL Education to do amazing projects we are building a replica of my South Bronx classroom here in the sustainable city. And it's going to be the International Health, Wellness and Learning Center. And back home, we are taking our organization that started in a hundred year old building in the poorest congressional district in America to 22 cities across 19 states in the next 18 months with Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield, one of the largest healthcare providers in the nation. And something you'll appreciate here in UAE, mindful of the ski slopes in the mall we're partnering with the national hockey league and we've started with the chicago blackhawks and are taking over 60 schools many of whom are predominantly arabic speaking with large arabic speaking populations wow in the city of chicago to grow vegetables healthy teachers healthy students and much better curriculum you know this is uh, unbelievable this this journey started like 20 years ago or something for you no how long, the how journey been? started maybe seven or eight years oh, ago seven or eight yeah years it's ago. really I don't know why been I feel like it's been longer they're doggy years that's right? why yeah, See, one but, year equals seven you know no. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is the thing it's it's something that you've been doing for for some time now um but for those of us who are kind of going what do you mean you grow vegetables and then 
that is helping students to achieve greater outcomes in the classroom. For those who are struggling to make that connection, talk to us about why that's important. Surely. So first and foremost, children will never be well-read if they're not well-fed. So giving children the fuel for their brains and bodies that they need in school is critical for their performance. Yeah. But here in the UAE, we are living in a world of abundance. There's yes. plenty of food, there's plenty of choices, and what we're seeing is with all these choices, people are making the wrong choice, the easy choice. We're seeing an onset of diabetes, an onset of obesity, an onset of heart-related problems and attention-related problems that simply wouldn't be if children weren't eating what I call crap calorie-rich and processed food, or a mess, manufactured edible synthetic substances. So we've moved so far away from real food that the consequences for our body and most importantly for our children are really starting to manifest themselves with the simple fact that this is the first generation of children that will not outlive their parents simply because of what they are eating in school. So you look at that, you look at a blossoming and blooming population, you look at food security issues, you look at water scarcity, and to think that I can grow food with 90% less water in 90% less space year-round in classrooms aligned to Common Core, Next Generation Science Standards, International Baccalaureate, and really get children excited about growing food indoors using 21st century technology is absolutely mind-numbing. And the coolest thing about growing food with children is that if they grow it, they eat it. So we have children now in ESOL education, in Fairgreen, in Dunecrest, all across the UAE mm. that actually love growing food and are opting for arugula and eggplant instead of chocolate and soda. And that a is win-win-win for everybody. A lot of parents you know, hear that and they go, are you serious? Really? Is this a real thing that you're telling me that kids are choosing vegetables? Children are choosing vegetables. Yeah. When they grow it, they eat it. And when they feel connected to it and put a seed in their in their little garden and watch it blossom, they get so excited. I go everywhere and children want to show me plants, plants, plants. I've seen so many plants, it's remarkable. Stephen, you began doing this in South Bronx, which is, from what I've read about it, a pretty rough part in the world in terms of uh, socioeconomics, the way people uh, live over there. But what you've done over there is remarkable. Uh, you've been described as a pillar in that community. Can you talk to us about how your work um, elevated the situation there and, and, and the role it played for children and families and the hope that you gave everybody? Well, nobody rises to low expectations. So I like to set the bar as absolutely high as possible. And in the community, it is the poorest congressional district in America. 37% of the residents are food insecure. We have some of the lowest high school graduation rates in the nation. But I believe we can fix that, not by asking for other people's help, but literally by doing it ourselves. So, you know, I jokingly say, I'm not asking for a seat at the table anymore. I'm gonna build myself my own farm and my own kitchen and do it in my own community with my own residents for my own people and we're gonna do it ourselves. And that we are proving we can do. And how much of a challenge is it I mean, in terms of, uh, for instance, the school administration where, where people a little skeptical about your ideas? So initially? people have always been skeptical, but people were skeptical that the world was round at one point when people were arguing that it was flat. So the cool thing about science is that it's true whether you believe it or not. And I like to operate from principles of science and I also like to operate from principles that engage and empower local people to believe yes they can so my ingredient my secret sauce if you will are three magic words passion purpose and hope 
And the rest follows because every day I believe people want to get up and succeed. And if you give them the opportunity to succeed more often than not, they will. It's amazing to see you back here in the UAE, inspiring thousands of children as well. We're oh, gonna they come are back. so adorable. Yes, I mean, gonna... if there was one who took a bite out of the cheese hat, it was unbelievable. <laughs> he is the man with the cheese hat. The big cheese is with us here. Stephen Ritz, we're going to come back in just a moment, talk about the sessions that you've been having, the reaction. We're going to talk about your books as well. The Power of a Plant, incredible book. Everybody has to read it. Incredible story. <laughs> uh, that's all coming up next here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse95. It's a Shaja story. Pulse95. Pulse95 Live at the Sharjah International Book Fair. It's Live Beat with Sally Musa. Live from the Expo Center Sharjah. It's Pulse95. Yeah, we're totally getting into it here at the Pulse95 Studios, live from the Sharjah International Book Fair. Uh, Stephen Ritz is with us. He was a top 10 finalist for the Global Teacher Prize, a global humanitarian food tank hero. There is no end to the number of things that Stephen Ritz has achieved and will continue to work towards right now. Incredible to have you back, Stephen. But talk to us. Yesterday you had a huge student session in the ballroom over here. Oh my, I I don't know how many thousands of students literally lined up and brought pictures, made diagrams, (laughs) came with book reports. I was so humbled. Um, But it goes to show you again, when parents say they won't, I'm here to tell you they will. They just need to be activated. When you grow your own vegetables, you fall in love, you know, with the real thing, then it's a completely different game. Absolutely. But you've got your books. Let's talk about your books, The Power of a Plant. And you've also got the Make It Happen series as well for children. That's correct. Um, Your book, The Power of a Plant, which is something that I've read, is something that I believe everybody has to read. Your story is mind blowing it's a fun story i like to say it comes with a double your money back guarantee so if you don't like the book i'll buy it back at twice the price but please read the book and not because it's my book because it will inspire you to do something i'm telling you and whether it's 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 an absolutely yes you can this is what you feel there is no way that you can read that book and come out of it and not think I can make a difference in this world. Absolutely. With the conditions that you grew, like, that you were with, with the students, what they grew up with, and what you took. And even and some cr- of my own personal it. challenges, yes. without getting into too much of yes. my own story here, which involved the loss of some children, you know, yeah. things that can literally crush you can then in terms define you and enable you to grow something greater. So uh, things that don't kill you um, do make you that really define who you are as a person and how the legacy of your life or a tragedy can succeed any time on earth. And that's what it's about. Bringing it closer to home, I was so honored and humbled that Dr. Abdullah Al-Karam actually contributed to the book. So to have his blessings and his kind words and his notion and his belief in me um, from five years back to now seeing where we are and what we're doing here in Dubai and what I intend to do in Dubai in the next decade and in Sharjah, um, is going to be mind-numbing. Stephen, your book is titled The Power of a Plant. 
could you tell us what it is about plants that kids are drawn to? Because you've described the excitement that they've had um, in your classes. What is it about plants? Why plants? So it's, it's the whole notion of a seed and of a crop. So you take this tiny little seed and you put it in soil, you put it in rock wool or whatever growing medium it is. And 60 days later, you have this massive thing that you <laughs> yeah. can eat. Now, even if you have a food allergy, growing your own food is a license to print money. So I've met children with food allergies, but I've never seen a child that is allergic to money. So when you <laughs> tell them that you can literally grow money on trees and literally, particularly here in UAE, given food security prices, that's game changing. Children really resonate with it. But I still marvel that this little teeny tiny thing becomes this huge plant that you can eat, that you can sell, that you could look at it, that you could love, or that you can hug. And I'm a big plant hugger. And you've put all of that passion of yours into the Make It Happen book series for kids as well. Talk to us about uh, the reception very quickly before we have to let you jet off to your next school visit. Okay, well, I'm so proud of the Make It Happen book. And literally, it's available in multiple reading levels from lower grade all the way to the upper grades. And what it really talks about is asking for help, working together, having a plan. Of course, it shares my tower garden story and everything that I'm doing in schools, and I'm thrilled to feature the UAE in this book. But what it really talks about is empowering children to make decisions, work together, not being afraid to ask for help. And I think, you know, in this age of mental health crises yes. around the world, being able to ask for help and feeling supported is one of the most important things because all children really want is love. So this is a book that's a whole lot of love. It's a whole lot of fun. It's chock full of resources, activities, links to the internet, web searches, all kinds of fun stuff. It even includes the UAE. And in my next version, I'm going to include you and I, Sally, <laughs> because we are determined to get out there and make it happen. I cannot wait. This has been incredible. We have to let you go. You have another school visit. Uh, but we're just I'll so excited. Be back. We're so excited for everything that you're doing, Stephen. No, and I'm so excited to be here. And thanks to all of you. And thanks to everyone who's listening. And no matter what you do, even if you don't buy the book, get out there in your life and make it happen. Make it happen. Absolutely. Stephen Ritz, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. So much more to come next here on Life Beats, live from the Sharjah International Book Fair. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.